Hello, everybody. Welcome to Message Monday on the A to Z podcast. Um, we are in the series of Fix Your Eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is week three. For those of you who don't know, I'm Alex. And I'm Zach. So with this message, before we even get into some of the specifics, I just want to get your thoughts on how the COVID-19 has been affecting church. Obviously, we've been doing streaming and all that stuff. So how, is, how has been your take on the transition and how that's been going. Oh, yeah. For me, I mean, we still get the message. I'm still enjoying the message from Travis. He's mm-hmm. doing a great job with the live streaming. The church overall, I think, has done a great job at working with what they got. Mm-hmm. For me, though, I just don't feel it's as personal. Yeah. Especially, I, you, everybody sees it. For those of you that watch the live stream, uh, ministry time mm-hmm. is, is one of the biggest things. Ministry times, prayers, just that personal one-on-one interaction, I feel like it's just taken away from us. Definitely. And that, I think that is the biggest hit yeah. from all this because we can't get everything, but I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we can't still say like, Hey, you know, it's, it's not as intimate yeah. and that's, and that, I think that's valid. Agreed. So that is a bummer at the same point, you know, I think for me, at least it's been really cool to see the amount of progression that has been made in such a short amount of time. So, I mean, we're talking about streaming. The other thing, which we've mentioned before, is how Trav started a podcast. Yeah. You know, to kind of come alongside everyone on a daily level. And I think it's been great to be able to see a lot of things kind of just stepping up. Yes. Um, that if this didn't happen, I can guarantee you one thing right now. There wouldn't be a podcast and we would still not be streaming. Yes. So I think I think there are some good things that have come out of it, which I think is cool to yes. see. Which I think it would it would be awesome if we were able to still do that after like streaming for those that weren't able to make it on Sunday. They mm-hmm. do. I mean, they do have the sermons. Mm-hmm. I, I personally though feel the more connectability with with seeing Travis. You know. Yes, definitely, I mean, definitely. Yeah, and then getting worship from the band, which is always still awesome. Mm-hmm. And it. Worship, worship is. I don't know if it's. I, I would say it's better because you, you get to experience God without having to feel pressure of what other people are thinking now. Mm. Yeah. With that, because with with church nowadays is most people are there and they worship and they're good for that. But some people still are worried about, oh, like what if others like what are others thinking about me or like mm. if I raise my hands, yeah, are people watching me? So it's, it's even been a little bit easier, even on a personal level, yeah. on that note of the worship. That's great. Yeah, which is good because then once this whole thing's over, we can... I feel like you're almost... You're in it, in the zone already, or you're mm-hmm. more comfortable with it. So when they come back, I feel like we'll see a lot more people just, just being themselves as, as far as worship goes. Yeah, and I think even to piggyback that, once the dust settles, I think there's going to be even more appreciation and passion and desire when it comes to those Sundays and everything related to church, because there, that's been taken from everyone. Yeah. And by the time it ends, who knows how long it will have been taken for. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think that will just increase even more so because of that really being, yeah, like I said, like taken. So mm-hmm. I think I think that'll be really cool definitely to see too. Agree. Yeah, I definitely feel there's a lot of a lot of good things coming out of this. Again, there's a lot of obviously bad things uh, as far mm-hmm. as 
you know, not being able to see each other, not being able to connect, not that personal experience with it. Yeah. But again, a lot of good things out of it too, uh, especially with, with just being yourself more, I felt like. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. So with the message, th this is, like Alex said, we're in week three of Fix Your Eyes on Jesus. And um, I just want to ask, like, what do you think overall of this week? Dude, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great message. Honestly, I did. Mm -hmm. It was for me. It was a. It was a reality check, kind of. Mm, okay. With with what he was saying, uh, and how how we follow Jesus, but we don't enact what Jesus wants. Yes. Does that make sense? And and you can you can have that be separate. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of the biggest topics for this message overall, I felt was. What Jesus did so well was he took violence mm -hmm. and gave peace. Yeah. Which is such a big thing, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, because I I sometimes can be spiteful. <laughs> I can be spiteful sometimes. <laughs> and I just, sometimes I think it's just not fair. Like, oh, I'm being good. I'm being, yeah. I'm doing nice things for everybody, but... I feel like I'm not getting it in return. Mm -hmm. Whereas this really showed me Jesus said, Hey man, I'm, I, I will take the violence Yep. and I will give peace in return. And I don't want anything. I don't want anything in return. Yeah. Which I think is a super big thing mm -hmm. for me personally. Yeah. And, and the thing that for me makes that statement powerful and Trav mentioned this too, is he didn't need to make violence to make peace. Yes. You yes. know, in this day and age, that's kind of our go-to um, for everyone, like our, our society. Like if you want something done, you know, kind of how the parenting thing, you know, has, has been debated. It's like, hey, whack a kid, you know, that'll yeah. teach him. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, make violence to make peace. It's like Jesus made peace by taking violence and not giving any back, not making any violence. So I think that in of itself, being able to say that alone, yes. where he took violence and just gave peace, is, I mean, it's groundbreaking. Yeah. To, to think that he lived that out his whole life. Yeah. So, so I totally agree because... We are so much caught in the idea that, you know, if we want peace, you know, you gotta, you gotta spill some milk over it. You know, exactly. you gotta get your hands dirty and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's the saying. I hear all those sayings all the time. Yeah. And why, why do you think that is? Like why we obviously listen to the sermon and we obviously try to be godly people, but why do you think we are almost the opposite of that? Like for, for. Just America. I've never been outside of the country, mm -hmm. but for uh, most Americans today, why do why do you think we have a hard time with that? We have a hard time with that. Yeah, honestly, my biggest thing on that is the fact that we have believed and accepted the thought that we need to be um, treated fairly mm -hmm. in life. Yes. So. I do this and this is what I deserve. Yes. Or, you know, this is what happened. So if, if it was fair, here's the outcome. Yes. And so the reality of the, the matter is life, I mean, it's not fair. It is okay? not fair. Dude. And anyone that believes that, let me be the first one to give you a newsflash. Yeah. 
Um, and, and the thing is, I think a lot of us, including myself, you know, um, kind of lose track of that truth yes. that God did, did not, you know, is not trying to make our life fair. You know, the day that we sinned in the, in the garden and, you know, were kicked out ever since that day at ground zero, mm-hmm. we have lost the right to what is fair mm-hmm. and what we deserve. Yeah. We don't deserve anything. Now, God gives us so much, but for me, it was a huge reminder, just like you said, and a newsflash is like, hey, life is not fair, and we need to accept that. Yes. And, and I know that kind of is a little raw. Yes. It's a little raw to say that and, and, and try and retain that, but I think the fact of the matter is that, you know, and, and we need to start kind of having that mindset of like, hey, we're going to get crapped on. We're going to be beaten up emotionally, physically, like all these things are going to happen to us. And we can't let that justify like, oh, well, I'm going to wait until I get what's coming to me. It's like, OK, well, then I'll see you when you're like 100, <laughs> you know, on yes. your deathbed and say, told you so. Because th- for me, I've had to especially at some moments, say to myself, I know it's not fair, but I'm still going to do this. Mm-hmm. And and doing this, you know, my mind says, I still want to reflect God. Yeah. So, so not saying that's easy, but that's my biggest mindset and kind of refresher on this. Why it's so hard is, hey, we can't just accept that. Yeah. Now I don't know what you think about all of that. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I I might have to steal that from you. Just <laughs> in my mind, sometimes, because people in general are wired when they grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, in school, you get all your work done, you get an A. You get rewarded yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm when we get older. That's our thought process still. Yeah, is I did something, and I catch myself doing that too. Like I do mm. something, and it's like. I want the credit I deserve. Not yeah. even like I want a prize for it, but it's just like I want recognition sometimes. Yes. And we just have to realize that we don't all have the same mindsets. Mm-hmm. So we could do something for someone and they think it's normal or they think it's oh, they needed to do that. Yeah. So then, like you said, we have to be like, it's not, life's not fair sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we just have to be move on from it. Yeah. And that's, that's, really what God is doing, you know, in, in another way of saying it by saying he's taking violence, he, violence is not fair. Like when someone beats you up, I don't think you ever have it coming. You know, it's like, so no one should ever put violence on you. Yeah. You know, it should never get to that point. So what Jesus is saying is he took that, he took what was unfair, you know, that they beat him, put him on a cross and throughout his whole life, you know, the Pharisees are plotting to kill him, all these unfair things. And he said, I'm going to take that and I'm going to give peace. And as I love the con- and the concept of that because there's so much power in how Jesus walked out in that. Yes, um, most definitely. And it's, it's really to be able to, in my opinion at least, to be able to walk out in what God is calling us to, to love your neighbor, to, to do all this stuff. We need to get past the idea of, of what's coming to us. Yeah. Like, oh, well, jo- Jesus is going to take care of me. He's going to bless me. It's like, y- you don't have that right. 
You know, I don't have the right to say, God is going to bless me for doing this. It's like, well, that's not up to you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what God, what God's doing in the background. And I will never know. Like, I don't have that privilege to know what's going on. Yeah, and the, the game plan. Yeah, and kind of his, yeah, just like you said, game plan. And I think we just need to get past that idea of what's fair mm-hmm. and accept that we are going to love someone to love someone. Yeah. Period. You know? And we need to get past that idea of, like, if I do this, someone's going to pat me on the back. Yes. You know, and I know that that kind of makes me sound like a dirtbag, <sighs> you know, to be able to say that like, hey, you shouldn't expect any good to come from your good deeds. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, like, Zach, what the heck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the encouragement, you know, <laughs> but it's like to be real, because I think this yeah. was more of a real uh, sermon. It's like, hey, reality check, you know, God's calling us to something that's not easy. Yes. And he's calling to something um He's calling us into something that is going to get us ridiculed and put a target on our mm-hmm. back. So it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Which is like, wow, okay. Yeah. All right, like, let's do it. <laughs> and, yeah, to kind of go off of what you said, uh, what, what I really feel for me is when I went through this message is there should be no expectations put on mm. on something like that. Because that that is what it is. Yeah. If you're you're expecting to get something back. Mm-hmm. So if you don't put expectations on it, that's usually where people get sad or mad or angry or, or, or that stuff. Yeah. Where, oh, I did all this and you didn't even get me anything. Mm. Or I did all this. Because uh, that could be placed in anything in life. Dating, yes. family, school, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I I took from it, don't, don't, ex- don't, don't put expectations on things. Mm-hmm. Because then... If you don't put expectation on it and something is good to you, then that's even better. Like, it makes you happier. It makes yeah. you, like, oh, surprise, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. But if nothing's done, then it's it's like, why? Oh, sweet, I don't got to get mad over anything. Or, like, why? There, there's nothing. I, I did what I wanted to do, and I carried on with my life. Yeah. And to e- even take that one step further, for me personally, um, I can totally attest to that. Because for me... When I haven't had expectations for stuff I've done, like, let's just say any good deed, you know, it's even more satisfying too. Yeah. To have something come back to you when you're not expecting it. Yeah. And you're not putting that expectation on someone to give something back. It's like when I don't have those, I'm just like, hey, I'm just doing this because I want to do it. Not that I do that all the time. (laughs) I'm not perfect. but. When I catch myself doing that, I can definitely say that when they do something special in return, Mm -hmm. I am so much more grateful than if I expected it. And I was like, oh, well, of course you did this. I expected you to. You know, I did all this stuff for you. Mm -hmm. You should have done that or I would have been mad. It's like there's a negative connotation when I have that mindset of like, hey, I gave you a meal. And so, hey, you better give me a meal. Yes. You know, next time we go out to eat. If I don't have that expectation, I just get you a meal. Let's say a couple weeks go by. And then you just buy me a meal. I'm like, dude, like I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, because I wanted, I wasn't expecting you to do that. Yeah. And you did it because you just wanted to do it. Yes. And I, I love the core value of there's no strings attached mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. You know? 
And it's not like you're trusting them to do the same thing to you a month later. Yeah. It's like, hey, I just want to bless you and that's it. Yeah. That's it. And I love that. I love that concept. Exactly. And that the way you describe it reminds me of, of a raffle, honestly. Mm. That's the way that, that that was brought up in my mind because for I don't know about you, but for me, I am I am not lucky when it comes to raffles. <laughs> I think Or betting for that matter. Oh, okay. That hey, that's a different topic. <laughs> that is a different topic. What? <laughs> yes, sir. Raffles. I am not I never win in raffles. Mm-hmm. So with it, it's just like you're putting one in. Mm-hmm. With still a chance of it, yeah. But for me, I never expect like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. I just wasted five bucks. Mm-hmm. And that off chance you do get it, that like you said, it's so much satisfying. Like, oh my gosh, like that's so awesome. Yeah. And that that's how I thought about it when you were describing it. But for for me, one of the I think one of the the things that stuck with me most mm-hmm. that Travis said is when he said, think uh, think the best of others. Like give them mm. give them the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Because I find myself skeptical of people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I don't know if I believe you, or oh, I don't know if I could trust you, or I don't know if I could do this. Where it leaves a lot of more room to just not be willing, not be open to see those blessings that God wants you to put on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or just be there for them. Just you know, if they need to talk, or or if you do need to buy them a meal. Just because, you know, hey, hard times or whatever. Yeah. But I I have found myself being a lot more skeptical. And that really was like, come on now. Like, they... Just because that's, that's how I've been wired sometimes. Mm-hmm. To, to, you know, trust them, but don't really trust them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best thing that I have told myself that I can do um, to really kind of combat that mindset too is really being able to teach people it's it's kind of like you know i can do this and let's say because i i i I try and practice the whole like getting someone a meal the most i think that's one of the most practical things i can do yeah um and i think anyone can do is hey get them a little ice cream cone or something you know but it's like for me I try and take those moments to teach, um, and that I feel like that's the most I can do, and I, I shouldn't do more than that. So um, I have a I have a conversation with um, youth all the time when they ask me that, like, dude, why do you, you know, why do you always get people food, or, or why do you do this? Um, do you expect stuff? Like, what what's the background to this? And and what I always tell them um, is the fact that. You know, I want to model um, that, you know, being generous Mm -hmm. so they can can see that modeled. You know, when I was in high school, um, one of my leaders, after every single youth group, we went out to eat. And that's just a youth group thing. You always go out to eat after. And so every single time he drove me and he paid for me every single week Mm -hmm. without question. And... When I asked him, I'm like, dude, why do you do this? He's like, dude, I just want to, I, I know you're not in the place where you can get food every week, yes. but I want you to, I want you to be with us eating. I I want you to build community in that. Yeah. The only thing I want you to do is I want you to learn that when you get older and you start making money, you do the same. Yeah. And so that's what I'm telling my youth too. 
I'm like, hey, like, I'm fine with getting you food. I, I love blessing you guys. I, I love doing this for you. The only thing I ask is, hey, when you get older, do the same thing. You yes. know, I want to teach them that stuff. Yeah. I don't think I can force them to really, like, have an expectation of always getting food or always blah, 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 blah. It's yes. just like, hey, you model the same thing when you can. Yeah. They want to catch you in the act of blessing. And mm-hmm. I think that sticks with people the most is mm-hmm. the most off the grain or, or against the grain kind of way of acting with that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're matching meal for meal, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's yeah. that's what most people do. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, that, that stuck with me. Like when, when we're younger, it, it, it sticks with you. Like, yes. Why? Why are they doing that? Like they, they aren't even asking for anything in return. Like mm-hmm. they don't want me like, and there's times where people will pay for other people and they're like, oh, here's the money. And he's like, oh no, I don't want it. Keep, mm-hmm. keep your money. I don't need it. Yeah. And I think that's really awesome, especially with the youth, because I I just think it's, it's I don't know. I enjoy it with them. I, I enjoy it with anybody, but especially with the youth, they, they always think like how society is that yep. I, I need to repay them or I need to do this yes. or I need to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when we go to Chick-fil-A, which... It's the most popular yeah, one to go to. Yeah, it's probably alert. All the time. And I, there have been times, I think I paid for like three or four people. Mm-hmm. And the next week, they come back with their money and they're like, oh, here you go. Like I like I said, I pay you back. And I said, oh, no, I'm fine. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. And they they are like, oh, why? Like, here, take it. No, take it. Seriously, take it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, do you have money for tonight? Do you have money to yeah. eat tonight? I'm like, no, no, this is the money that my mom gave me. I said, okay, then use that for food tonight yeah and it's again it just it it almost tweaks them out they're like oh like why like why is he doing this Mm -hmm. and when that raises questions and that starts like exploring like oh why like oh let maybe let me try this yeah let me try to see how it feels Mm -hmm. and for me personally when i first tried that it was like oh wow like that's that's awesome yeah and it may not be like in the moment but after you're like like i don't know what they've been through Mm-hmm. And that's giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like they could just, they could not eat. That could be their only meal. Yeah. And I mean, not only for just revival, but for people in general. Mm-hmm. Where you've seen like pay it forward, people go into drive throughs and they're like, oh, I'll pay for the person behind me. Yeah. I haven't tried that yet. Yeah. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I want to see how that is because you, that's one, like you never meet them. Because mm-hmm. you're in the drive thing, you go, oh, I just want to pay for them. And I can only imagine, like, it, for me, I would imagine good things, like, oh, like, they paid for the meal, like, the people in front of you paid for it. Mm-hmm. I just imagine how, how amazing it could be for them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and and here here's my, not my barrier, but what everyone has asked me, when I always talk about this stuff, especially with just generosity, the question I'm always asked is, well, Zach, what about people that take advantage of you? Like, don't you think people will start doing that? And, you know, I've thought about that over all the years because that's, I mean, that's valid. And the place I've come to, I don't know if this is the right place, but this is where I am at. Mm-hmm. I'm at the place where I say, you know what? I think people do take advantage of me. Yeah. I think there are some people that, you know, shouldn't, don't need it and still ask for it and things like that. And that's going to happen. And I don't think I have the ability to have the discernment to know every single person that actually does need it and actually doesn't. Yeah. 
I'm going to give it to both. Yeah. Because if they, they say they need it. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I can you get this for me? Um, and I think that's just a part of the course. You, you're going to get some people that, quote unquote, don't deserve it. Which, what does that even mean at this point? Yeah. Um, Who doesn't deserve food? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same point, as long as I'm reaching the people that do need it, you know, then it's worth it for me. Yes. It, as long as I'm I'm still reaching those, I'm okay with with going through the people that are taking advantage of it, that that are taking advantage of me in it, um, and I've accepted that and I'm okay with that. And that's where I've landed in it. Yeah. And for me, the thing that really opened my eyes, especially with uh, like uh, homeless people. Mm-hmm. You know how they're on the streets or something like that. Yeah. Uh, when I was my senior year at Language Arts, uh, I give a quick shout out to Mr. Ellis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what he said really stuck with me was when you give money out to people or, or those homeless people, for example, the big question is, oh, they'll just use it to drink or they'll use it by, mm. you know, drugs or stuff like that. And what he said is, if that makes them happy at that point, at least I made them happy. Mm. And that's, I mean... I thought that was really eye-opening. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, you could take that away, but it's if it makes them happy, th- that could be the only time they're happy in their mm-hmm. life, in, in that day, in the week. It's just that at least I'm trying to bless somebody by making them happy. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really like, that, that was really thought-provoking. Yeah, and I think even to piggyback that, it's like it's not up, up to us to judge Mm-hmm. how they decide what to do with a blessing. Yeah. You know, if you bless me with something, it's not it's not your place to put judgment on me if I use it for a bad reason. Yes. Or anything. Yeah. Not that not that it isn't bad, but just like you're not the person that's the judge. Yeah. God is the ultimate judge and and that's in his power. He just calls us to to go out reflect him whether they deserve it or not, which like we said who knows who actually deserves it yes. or not? You know, how can we really determine who's worthy of our blessings? And that's it. Yeah. What they do with that, that's that's on them. They're going through their journey. So I love how you said that too, because I totally agree that he calls us to to reflect him and that's it. Yeah. That's it. Not to not to then be like, hey, you should you shouldn't do this, and I'm gonna be disappointed. And not going to bless you anymore unless you do this. Exactly. That brings yeah. the expectations back. Yeah. That puts those those barriers back up of, hey, unless you do this, I'm not going to bless you. It's like, well, then what's the purpose of you blessing them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's Honestly. Almost, it's almost a loan at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm expecting you to do this. Yeah. Because with a loan, I'm expecting you to pay me back. Or I'm expecting... Exactly. It's just with interest. Yeah. Like that. And that was, that was a great point. It's... I think... When people go to bless somebody, again, it comes back full circle. That state of expectation mm-hmm. is really what kind of kills it a little bit or, or is what drives people to be like, oh, I'm never, I'm not doing that again. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're blessing somebody and then expecting them to pay for your gas, then it's, I mean, that's a different story than just giving them money, you know? Yeah. Or, or like go buy clothes. Like if you give it to a homeless person, like, oh, here, this is for whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like you never truly know what they they're going through first off, yeah, and what they need. It's mm-hmm. like you on the outside, you may think they need clothes, but they're like, "Hey, I haven't eaten, yeah, in f- four days." Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how long you go without eating, but 
that's that state of expectation is just kind of what blinds us. Yeah. And with that, it, it's oh, I lost my thought. Uh, I was gonna say something. Well, just to piggyback for that, because I had some thoughts on that too. Mm-hmm. I think after we do that by not having those expectations, I think the best thing we can do is just put prayer at the end. Mm-hmm. So we do what we have to do, and it's like, man, I honestly don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. You know, because just like I said, they could ask for food, but actually want or need clothes, yes. you know? And it's not for us to figure out what should they need. It's yeah. like, I think the best thing we can do is just put it in God's hands. Yeah. And just, it, like, if we ever gave something or... or bless someone just doing a prayer of like god i just pray that you are in this and and you both all that stuff you know yes. just pray for them yeah and, that, and thank you because i just remember what i was going to talk about yep. is you only can do so much of what god wants you to do mm. so at that point if god wants you to bless them with money 20 bucks yeah then you fulfilled what god wants you to do mm. now on Period. the other end yes mm-hmm. then with that 20 bucks god has maybe different plans Yes. For for him. Mm-hmm. So leaving that expectation is kind of putting a restriction on, on what God wants them to do. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the best things to take away from, from that discussion right there is don't put a restriction on Jesus. Yeah. He calls us to do something, do it, complete the mission, whatever you want to call it. And that's it. Yeah. You know, he has the big picture. So it's like you think of a military, you know, there's always moving pieces. It's like, hey, go from, you know, transport this to there. Mm-hmm. After that, you're done. It's like, well, why do we have transport? Why do we have, it's like, don't ask questions. Do it. Because mm-hmm. Jesus has the big picture. He's the one who's moving the places. After you drop it off, he's going to bring someone else to come along, exactly. pick it up, and continue the work. Yes. So I love that mindset of, hey, Drop the expectations. And I think that's the best thing we can take away of. If you want to take violence, take the pain, take of all, all the things that Jesus took mm-hmm. and be able to do the same thing as give out peace, we have to first and foremost destroy any expectations that we have. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, and yeah, that was an awesome conversation for those of you that don't know. Uh, Easter's coming up. And I believe this Friday we have a Good Friday service. We do, which is being Friday live streaming, right? What time? What time is that at? Uh, we'll have to check up on that. But um, every Sunday, nine fifteen to eleven fifteen, uh, we we live stream on nine fifteen and eleven fifteen. Um, so tune in uh, just to you know listen to the sermon, and then you guys could could be along with this conversation with us. And we will talk to you guys next week. Peace.